0: Welcome to the Awake Church podcast. At Awake, our mission is simple. Know God, take action. We pray this podcast will help you on that journey. All right. Lots going on here today. Um, I have some good news to give you. We closed on the loan, so thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Man, what a battle. It was uh, it's three and a half months late. We were supposed to close before Christmas, and uh, I don't understand all these things other than I feel like we honestly had spiritual resistance because both loans, the first one to purchase the property and then the second one to upfit it, were ridiculous it should not have taken this long and uh, lots of difficulty, but it doesn't matter. It's all behind us now. Uh, the Lord knows. So interesting, the week, our, our 20th anniversary as a church was April 7th, and the last paperwork was signed on that very day of this week so that we could move forward to the next thing. So the Lord seems to just do things like that and all these timings of, of his that I don't understand, but I'm thankful. So the, the plan right now is um, the permits have already been applied for, so we just wait for those to be approved, and then we get going. Hopefully that will be this coming week. Um, Move in, when does that happen? Well, it was gonna be in June, but that's not gonna happen, uh, apart from some sort of Nehemiah miracle, uh, building the wall in 52 days, right? So um, we're probably October, November timeframe is what we're looking at. So our lease ends here at the end of June. I've been negotiating with the landlord to allow us to stay longer, and there's a lot of things going on there, actually. Someone's trying to buy this, this building. So uh, I think all that's going to work well, and the Lord's got that figured out for us As also. Uh, we'll have a couple of work projects, workday projects, at the new building. The contractors are doing it, doing most everything, but there are some things in the parking lot that we need to do. We have to expand some of the islands and do some curbs and stuff like that. So we'll let you know uh, for those that want to help with that along the, the way. And then the the costs for everything have gone up since we were... Planning this a year ago, and uh, so we will at this point uh, not have enough money to do the sound, a new sound system, which was the plan, and all of the sound baffles that go throughout the building. So we'll need to raise some more money for that along the way. Um, I've always said, you know, if you have that extra million lying around, this would be a great opportunity. We'll get that paid for, and some of you just might have that. So, uh, something you don't you don't get if you don't ask, right? So. Uh, the Lord will make room for that. He has made a way for us all along the way. It's just been amazing what he's done. Um, and so we're really grateful and really looking forward to what's ahead. So thanks for your patience along the way with that. And uh, it's just exciting. This is a transition year with so many different things. Um, I, I did want to just highlight um, a few other people. You know, that I, and I can't mention everybody, that's for sure. But... Um, some of those in the beginning that most of you never got to meet, uh, we have a few that are here. I see Ron and Eileen Hare here. Uh, yeah, well, their kids, their daughter, Anna, who is how old now? Okay, this is Kyla. How old is Anna? She's 20, so she was the first child we dedicated in this church when uh, was born, uh, and Ron and Eileen moved from Charlotte up here with us to help plant the church, and we're just instrumental in making that happen. Ron was our One of our first worship leaders with Paul Irby and Renee Irby, way back. Um, Chad Dalton, Chad and Cameron are missionaries in Italy now, so they couldn't be here with us today. Dave Cameron, he's moved to Oregon. He was also a founder here, uh, along with Chris Allen. He used to come up every week with me uh, as we were doing the Friday night SOS meetings um Stephen and Sarah Roach I see them back here uh Stephen was uh, one of our probably our third worship leader and, and first staff worship leader with us and Sarah was a board member for several years uh Wendy Dixon I did see when Wendy's right over here was Wendy Horvath and Wendy uh worked for me we worked together for 10 years first in Charlotte and then when my wife and I and our family moved up here. She moved up here as well. She wasn't married yet to Tim. And uh, Wendy, you know, this, these were the days, these were the hard days when uh, we didn't have a building. And so it was set up tear down. And so Wendy hit that eight-year gap where she was not only my administrative assistant, she was the accountant for the church, and she was the children's pastor. All of that together and um, carried in her car for how many years, Wendy? all of the toys and everything for Sundays that need to get set up for all the kids were in her car all the time. And so she could never get away from work. And she endured that for 10 years and uh, has great reward in heaven for all of those things and uh, still just a wonderful friend. Um, Joanne Valentine, uh, who... Many of you would remember, she ran our bookstore for years and years, and then she um, moved to Alaska. So there you go. She's she's probably watching. Hello, Joanne, if you're watching here this morning. We love you. Um, her and her husband, Al, he was uh, one of our worship, one of our people, who were, he played the flute, and he played the saxophone, and just a wonderful beginning there. Michael and Amy Cruz have been here with us. Michael was an intern for a while. They've moved up and have been a part of so many different things. Um... Eddie and Debbie Edwards, of course, they're still here. Eddie's in the back there. You'll see Debbie there all the time at our Welcome Center. Been with us for a long, long time. John and Marianne Pinter helped us do that setup and teardown for a long time in the old building, wearing out that equipment. Wes and Amanda Dye have been with us. Graham and Gwen Roach. Graham's done everything here, and I think everything would have fallen apart a long time ago if Graham had not been here, actually. Really grateful for the Roach family. The three Roach families, actually, um, the Stephen and Sarah, Graham and Gwen, and also Craig and Christina—they've uh, been with us for a, a long time and helped make things happen. Eileen Roche, Mod Wells, Lamar and Geneva Slayba, see them here this morning, uh, instrumental in the design of this building and building that wall and lots of other things that they did. Carol Jernigan, Carol, where's Carol? Is he in here? Carol helped as a volunteer for months every day when we were doing this upfit. So as a volunteer, it was he and I here every day um, doing all kinds of stuff. And he was just really helpful. Tony and Kim Green have been with us for a long, long time. They're up front here. Uh, I think Kim came in the old building, way back in the Brownsboro building. So grateful for their friendship and their lives. Chuck and Kelly Harris, you guys have been here since probably 2006 or so. And, uh, just pillars here as well. Of course, Chuck is a board member and, uh, they've led GTs and many other things. Dwayne and Mindy Johnson, they're right back there. Dwayne and Mindy, um, just been, they came about the same time that the Harrises did. And, and Dwayne was a board member. when we first, we separated from Morningstar and became our own church. And, um, Dwayne was one of the first board members and helped us navigate some really tough things there and difficult things that we were going through and so grateful for the Johnsons as well as the other Johnsons, Tim and Beth, who have been with us for so long, still are just uh, both on staff and pastoring and they've always just served and been pastors and loved people so generously over and over for a long, long time. Lonnie and Don Bray, right here, the same, uh, just involved from seemingly the beginning, but I think it was 2008 or 2009 when they came. Uh, ministry on several levels in so many areas. Steve and Debbie Reed. Uh, I don't see Steve this morning. Debbie's in heaven, uh, but they were, they've were they been with us for a long time as well. Jay and PJ Lancaster, are they here today? I don't see them, but... Uh, also instrumental uh, with our board and, and many other things. Elton, I mentioned in the video, and DJ Luffman, Elton's over here. Elton's been leading our, leading our ushers for probably 12 years or so. So he's uh, our longest department leader uh, that we've had and just been with us from the very beginning. So Elton is such a faithful man, and uh, he's just gold all the way through and through. Um, Scott and Tanya Couch, I don't know if they had to slip out or not, but uh, Scott course helped lead the upfit here Uh, that family has been so crucial for Seth Wingate who was just up here has been involved in leadership in so many different ways and he led our youth Uh, now he's leading our young adults he led the kids ministry really thankful for Seth and then uh, last lastly but not last Debbie my wife so she um, you know Uh, The story when we first started this, we lived in a little town called Waxhaw, North Carolina. It's right on the border of South Carolina, south of Charlotte, and 485 was not finished, the belt loop. And so I would drive. It was really not the best plan to plan a church. I would drive from there on Sunday mornings or Friday nights for the services up here uh, by myself. It's two hours each way. So I did that for four years um, just going back and forth. So we rarely went to church together as a family for those four years from 2001 to 2005. We moved up here as a family in 2005. So the other folks, the the hares and the Herbies, and they really helped so much in those beginning days when I was just going back and forth, back and forth. But my wife was holding down the fort and, uh, Raising these kids uh, on Sundays without me many times, and then when we all moved up together, she's been leading the children's ministry a lot for these last several years, and I just could not have done this without her. Thank you, Debbie Peterson. Yeah, she's amazing. I'm certain I've left other people out, and I'm sorry. There are just so many, and all of you can keep naming names, uh, of people who have made um, a big difference all along the way, and so very grateful. Um, see the Batmans, too. Uh, they've been with us for a long time. Um, 20 years is a milestone, and I've recognized my own life that on those decade numbers, there's usually some sort of change that God is doing in my life, on my, especially from my 30th, 40th, and 50th birthdays. Uh, whatever, and and you see that scripturally as well, whether it's 40 years or 30 years or 50 or 70 years, there's these things that God has. And, you know, for 20 years as a church, it feels as though there's a God type of transition for us. And you can see that in the natural with this new building that we're heading toward with um, David, you know, carrying this baton for these years and now handing it off there's, there's just some sort of a shift in the spirit. I don't exactly know what all that means, but God has us all figured out. And we're just following him. But there, I think there's some great things ahead for us as a fellowship. Um, our world and culture, of course, is changing very quickly. And we get to be born at the culmination of craziness and wonder at the same time. And you and I were born for these moments, for this time, for this time to be alive, for this time for our children to be alive on the earth, and uh, for some of us, our grandchildren. And these are special, precious times. God has a plan for us that in the midst of the challenges that await us and the difficulties that we will get through, you know, that's what Psalm 34 says, yes, difficulties come to the righteous, but the Lord brings us through them. So we have some yet to go through, everybody, whether it is an individual or family or church, but God is with us and we will get through all of them and the lord's going to navigate us throughout these days ahead again you're we brought to the kingdom for this moment and the lord is i think preparing us really for his return he is and he said that very clearly he told us signs that would take place and we see those signs happening at the end and then he said you know that he's looking for this bride that is ready that is prepared that is looking for him and awaiting him and has made herself pure. There's so many things in there that we get to be in these days that the prophets of old just hoped that they could have been a part of that or looked with their prophetic eyes into the future. And these are the times that we're living in. And it feels like the wheels are coming off of culture. The wheels are coming off of uh, morality and all so many things. And we are here to be lights to shine as bright as ever in these days, and have a voice and have his spirit on the inside to be a part of his what he's doing in his kingdom that's worldwide, in expanding and growing and sharing and giving it away, and seeing him do amazing things. I think we'll see more wonders in these next 20 years and the last 20 that we've seen. I think we will see God moving in people's lives and salvation happening like we've never seen before. Healing and people getting restored, set free. We get to be a part of that. And I'm convinced that God's desire is to be close to us. He's made that very clear all along the way. He wants to be very close to each of us, to guide us and walk us through these uncapping of ancient wells that have yet to come open all the way. He's going to show us how to do that. He's going to continue to do that. He has wonderful things for us. It's a, uh, I've counted it and still count it a great privilege to be a, a pastor here at this church and to be involved with you and to get to speak to you and be a part of your lives. I'm so grateful For all of you, and I'm thankful for this journey that we get to be on. So this is a celebration of what God has done, but also I'm so looking forward to what he has ahead for all of us. So what, you know, one thing I'd like to do, I remember the first, if if you were here that Sunday, the first Sunday that we met in this building, um, I asked everybody to stand up and hold hands and surround this room, and we held hands all the way and connected all the way around this room, we'd could never; we have to go three layers probably now to do that. So I don't want you to do that. But uh, would you mind standing with me? I just want to um, thank God in a prayer and dedicate these next 20 years to the Lord of what he has for us. Um, and I want to read the scripture first. It's out of Romans chapter 12, verse 9. It says, Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Just hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. Not lagging behind in diligence. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. All of these things are to serve the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Persevering in tribulation. Devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. And then dropping down to verse 21, it says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. There's something of the Lord's bride, and we are just a small part of his worldwide bride. uh, But there's something that he's looking for that we would have love for one another that all the world would know that we are followers of him, that we are believers in him, and things are different about us because of our love for one another. And so would you mind, whether holding hands or touching shoulders across the room, I'd like to uh, just pray that we would, and just even together, that we would continue to commit our lives to him and our lives to serve each other and to choose to love one another. Because the enemy is all about everything but those things. <laughs> he is trying to separate. He's trying to bring hatred. He's trying to bring bitterness. He's trying to bring every type of separation. And the Lord has given us an opportunity to love each other through whatever comes. And to love him and to serve one another. And to prefer one another above ourselves. And so, Lord, we just look at these scriptures that, uh, that Paul wrote to the Romans. But it's also to us. And Lord, I want to say thank you for these 20 years that you've given to us here. I want to thank you for every life that is here now and everyone that has come through here and is in some other place. Lord, thank you for every single precious person, every single life. Thank you for what you've done for us. Thank you for the miracles we've seen, the things that you've done, the ways that you made when there was no way. Thank you, Lord, for the gifts that you've given to each of our families, Thank you, Lord, for the resources that you've given to us, for the jobs and the vehicles and the homes and all that you've done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you especially for your nearness, for your spirit, for the hope and the joy and forgiveness and redemption. Thank you for the great, beautiful gospel that we got to hear and grab a hold of and that you've changed us and transformed our lives. Thank you, Lord, for what you have ahead through us. And Lord, as we are touching one another, Physically, Lord, I ask that you would help us to love one another till the end of time. Help us to love one another until you return. Lord, I ask you to help us to be prepared for what you were going to do and what you are doing and to be prepared for your return. Lord, we set, even this moment, as we are with this family, we set our minds on you. We choose you above every other thing. We put you in the highest place in our heart and our mind. And we say, we will follow you all of our lives. We will serve you all of our lives. We will lift you up all of our days. We will bless your name as long as we have breath. And we will love those in this room. We will love our brothers and sisters. We will prefer them. And Lord, we give you the years ahead, the days ahead. And we ask that you'd go before us and lead us and guide us in truth, in love, in power, let us see your wonders even in, in more ways than we have before. Lord, and may we be closer to you than we've ever been before. Lord, we want to walk with you and talk with you and be, and experience your presence in worship and by ourselves and with one another over and over. Lord, we ask for salvation to come from this place and from our lives in amazing ways that you would flow through us and you would draw all men to you. Lord, that this would be a a church that is a light on a hill that cannot be hidden. Lord, that you would send, continue to send people here that need freed, that need restored, that need healed, that need connected to you. Lord, thank you for your word and your words, your power and your love. And I bless all of these here, Lord, and I thank you for these really excuse me, relationships and friendships that I have, that we have. May they grow and continue. We love you, Lord. We bless your name and we invite you into our future. We invite you into tomorrow and the next day, the months ahead, the years ahead, into the building ahead. We invite you, Lord. Say we need you, we want you, and we're thankful for you, Lord. In your powerful, wonderful, strong, beautiful name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. For updates on future episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. For more information about Awake Church, visit awakechurch.com.